0: Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today on a Friday. Let's go. We have got a great show in store. Like, When I tell you this is the perfect Friday show, this is a really fun one to kick off your weekend. Before we dive into this conversation, I want to tell you about one of our incredible partners, Athletic Greens. Okay, it's hard to keep track of all the vitamins and supplements we need to take, right? So when it comes to things that will help us prioritize our health, what if there was like a way to make it super easy by just adding one scoop of AG1 powder to cold water instead of taking multiple different products? Listen. It happens. AG1 by Athletic Grains has got you covered. Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality. They give us major benefits like gut and mood support. I need both of those in best shape. Boosted energy, even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. Okay, hand to heaven. A friend was at my house today, and she saw my AG1 sitting on the counter, and she said how much she'd heard about it on the podcast and how she wanted to try it and she did. It was awesome. AG1 is delivered to your house like clockwork every month, so it's super easy to make it a daily habit and leave it on the counter. There's no need to set a reminder to reorder or stress about running out. Plus, if you're like me and travel a lot, those single serving travel packs help us never miss a day. We are putting those on the bus when we are headed out on tour this June. You just mix the powder into ice cold water, shake it up, drink it first thing each morning, and that's it. With AG1, being good friends to our bodies each day is really for real that simple. If you're looking Looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens has given you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash soundsfun. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash soundsfun. Y'all check it out. Today on the show, I get to talk with my new friends, Hudson and Emily. You may know them as the Travel Couple. On Instagram, they are at Hudson and Emily. So if you don't know them, y'all, you are going to love them. Okay, they are on a mission to visit every country in the world – making them one of the first and youngest couples in history to accomplish it. To put it into perspective, more people have been to space than have visited every country. Hudson and Emily are in country number 112 and on track to visit every country by next summer. The sudden loss of Hudson's dad seven years ago made them realize life's too short to wait for the right time to pursue your dreams. We're going to talk all about it. So they ditched their corporate jobs and comfortable life in D.C., got an old RV from Craigslist and set out to visit all 50 states. And that is how this whole thing got started. I'm so excited for you to meet these two. I cannot wait to share this one with y'all and get you dreaming about where you want to travel, maybe even this weekend. So here's my conversation with our new friends, Hudson and Emily. Hudson and Emily, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Thank you Thank so, you much, so much, much for
1: having us, Annie. I just am so inspired by your love for the Lord oh, and you're so tonight. grateful for you having us here.
0: Well, This is very, very fun. This is a Friday episode. We drop about one Friday episode a month of the things I think are the most fun. And so y'all fit in that category. Hudson, what right. are y'all doing in America? You do not live here.
2: Right now, we just flew. We had a 36-hour travel day from Thailand. <sighs> Got in about two days ago and very, very thankful to be back. We're getting some visas right now.
0: Yeah. So did y'all fly to Pennsylvania and then come down here?
2: Yeah. So we flew. Pennsylvania was my mom's birthday. So we went to see her quick. And then uh, we were in D.C. for some visas.
0: Okay. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Y'all have already in 36, (laughs) I mean, in like two days done a ton of travel already in the (laughs) U.S. Bless your hearts. I mean, at this point, our plane's like... Do you have, like, when you sit down, you do the exact same rhythm on a plane every time? Well,
1: it helps the head, like, lets me lay my body the whole way on top of it so I feel (laughs) like I get two seats. (laughs) That helps a lot in sleeping. And then, yeah, just trying to – my other hack is not planning on to get any work done. And then if I can get work done, it feels like a bonus. Yeah. Do y'all have jobs on
0: top of traveling?
2: We kind of just do a whole bunch of anything we can to try to help uh, the cost of travel. Yeah. things on selling products on Amazon. Yeah. Um, we do some content creation and things like that. We've taught English pretty much anything that we can. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. will you back up and tell us the start of the story. Y'all met in fifth grade. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, so we met in fifth grade. Actually, the very first place that we met, we traced back to, it was a trip. It was a field trip to a sewage plant.
1: No! <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> and then, yeah, so then we had some classes together. and so
2: The next year we had an English class together, oh and she was the really smart one in class, yeah. and I still have trouble figuring out the difference between adjectives and adverbs. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: then, then we started dating in high school, ended up going to the same college, and it was yeah. there that we came up with our original idea, which was to hopefully buy an old RV and visit the 50 states. Okay, so when did you all start dating and all of that?
2: We started dating in high school. Yeah, junior, so I had right. an unofficial rule that I wanted to be able to drive instead of having my mom drive us <laughs> okay, around. Okay. So I was like, right after I got my license, yeah. uh, then we we started dating.
0: I mean, as it grew, I guess one of my questions is, why was this the yes between y'all when y'all known each other so long? Did you both like travel? Did you both, were you in the same youth group? Did you, like, what was the connecting point besides just going to school? But-
1: For travel? No, just to end together. Oh, I just, I always was so inspired by his joy. And then the more, like, I fell in love with him, the more I feel that way. And through the loss of his dad, which I'm sure we're talking about. But, like, even from the beginning, I of just see how the joy of Jesus just, like, shone from him. And also how he was intentional in every area of his life, which I feel like is rare in high school but I saw it then and I'm thankful for how like in through our marriage he's been a leader in that. Yeah. Well
2: well, and how we actually connected was so having classes together but then we both played sports so we were both at the same school after school and She was definitely, like, a lot more smooth than I was. So Uh she was the one flirting and talking, and I was definitely (laughs) the typical, like, middle school boy, like, uh, I got to go. So (laughs) she worked really hard. Eventually, I came around to realizing, okay, it helps to talk to people. Right. That's a good Uh, (laughs) start. So then in high school, I worked up enough courage. Did you purposely pick the same college?
1: No, actually, his brother was in the military. And so he told me he was going into the military because he knew that I would follow him. Oh, he wow. wanted me to make my own decision. Yeah. And so I chose, we ended up going to Liberty University. I told yeah. him one day, I decided on Liberty. And he was like, you know what? I'm going there too. <laughs> <laughs> he Because his parents both went there. Yeah. so
2: I had only applied to one yeah. school, but yeah. I didn't want her. I knew she was looking at other schools. So I didn't want her just to go just because I was going there.
0: When did you know you wanted to marry her?
2: Uh, I think the first time that that really came into like thought was a few weeks actually into college. Uh, we were playing. I played football all through high school, okay. but then we were playing flag football. I got a concussion. Oh, I wow. couldn't remember anything. We were in the hospital. It Did was you like
1: hurt. You were with him. Yeah, yeah, she she
2: came and like he
1: didn't remember. Any short-term memory, only oh, long-term wow. memory. But I
2: remembered her phone number. Yeah. So that's, wow. that's a good sign so, that I remembered her phone I number. I just remember
1: yeah. being like, I, thankfully it wasn't serious, but in that moment I was like, you know, even if he doesn't remember any short-term memory for the rest of his life, I would still want to marry him oh, and wow. spend our lives together. Oh, and wow. she was
2: amazing at taking care of me and yeah. everything. And yeah, I think at that point I was like, I definitely, if I'm lucky enough that she sticks with me, yeah. then then she's definitely the one.
0: Yeah, how long ago did y'all get married?
2: We got married like typical uh, Christian college students.
0: (laughs) 21. (laughs) Three three
2: weeks out of college. Yeah, yeah. that's right, that's That's great.
0: 10
1: years, yeah, since then. 10 years, Mm -hmm. okay.
0: And in college you said, we're gonna buy an RV. We're going to change it. I mean, this is before Pinterest, really. Yeah. Right? So
1: that was, we We really had no idea how we were going to make it happen. We decided to buy an order VF Craigslist would be the yeah. best approach. Thankfully, it worked out. And we renovated it. It, it actually felt like a home as we yeah. traveled. And then we went to see the 50 states. But it was as we were planning and saving for that that um Hud's dad passed away. Yeah.
2: So we took. Four years, like after, it was kind of just a dream. Like, hopefully someday we could buy an old RV and travel. Um, And so we took four years. We were saving and planning for that. And living
0: in DC during that time. Yeah, living
2: outside DC area. And then during that time, uh, my dad just suddenly passed away of a heart attack. And he was, it wasn't anything, no health problems or anything. So it was just one of those things. We were actually planning a ski trip with him that weekend.
0: Oh my gosh. And
2: then get a call that he passed away in his sleep. But that, for us was just and how old the,
0: were you? He was fifty five and you were I was
2: twenty four. Okay. So we, okay. we had yeah, been married say. for a few years and stuff. But it was just a reminder to us, especially spiritually, that we're not guaranteed tomorrow yeah. and anything can happen at any point. And just to live more with that eternal focus and to realize that if we're we were known for one thing or if we want to do one thing it's to show others God's love.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you sneaky Jesus a lot. I've been watching on y'all's Instagram and stuff. I'm like, oh, these people. I see what they're doing. I see what they're doing. Emily, I imagine so many of our friends listening or a handful of our friends listening, when they've gotten married, it's been two years, it's been four years, and something tragic happens. Mm. And one of the spouses suddenly is in, both spouses are grieving, but one of them is has lost a parent, or maybe mm. they've lost a child. Mm-hmm. What was your thinking when it happened. What what was your move? What did it look like to help and support him when he was grieving?
1: Because
0: hmm. you were grieving too. Yeah. I mean, you've known his dad.
1: Yeah, so his dad was definitely like a second dad to me as well. So I think just being present for whatever it looked like that day. I feel like yeah. people who go through a tragedy often say a good thing to ask is like, how are you doing today? Yeah. And each day that looks different. Sometimes it's crying with them. Sometimes it's listening. Sometimes it's not talking yeah. and doing something fun. Yeah. Um, and then I think also we prayed even in that moment that we'd be able to look back in a year, a couple years from then and see the ways that God worked through it. Yeah. And thankfully, I mean, we're just, we miss his dad so much, but it's opened up so many opportunities to be able to talk about Jesus just so naturally with people yeah. and sharing our stories. So I'm really thankful for that.
2: She's humble of during the time, like we went to grief share yeah. um, at churches, like they have grief share where people of all different backgrounds, go and can just talk about um, loss. And there's so many tragic stories and stuff in there. Well, M kind of became the unofficial. She would make meals for everyone. Oh, my God. Connect everyone. Um, being somebody who could be like a support for all these people who are yeah. going through tragic things. And then now she's amazing at pretty much everyone that we talk to, whether <laughs> it's like a taxi driver or on a plane. She'll weave in just like our our life of yeah. joy of Jesus and yeah wanting to make it some eternal focus um, yeah. for that.
0: Do y'all talk to people on planes a lot? <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> she, you do. <deal. laughs>
2: she's amazing. I think I'm usually the person who put my headphones yeah. in, don't talk to me. Yeah. And she has she's always like, I wanna sleep, but I feel like God's saying just to say hi. Oh, <laughs> and no. then I'll wake up like an hour later and they're telling their life story to her. Always really
1: Oh, man, it's so funny because I, I always am like, you know, I'd rather just sleep right now. And then, like, I feel like the Lord tells me something to say to them. I'm like, what <laughs> if this was the moment that they were praying, like, is God real? Right. And I ignored what I felt like I was supposed to say to them. I so. should share.
2: There's one story in particular that I remember of M's just amazing, definitely a people person. Yeah. A lot more outgoing than I think I am. of We were in a random airport in South Africa. I'm like, I haven't seen her in a while. Maybe I should give her a call. <laughs> Then I see her you coming. You haven't seen her, in, her no yeah, I mean, like,
1: You missed that. I went to the bathroom. Yeah. So yeah, she yeah. And I was like, maybe
2: I should give her a call. I haven't seen her for like half an hour. And then yeah. all of a sudden I see her walking.
1: <laughs> I mean, the idea took you half an <laughs> hour. to get worried.
0: That's it. i was
2: <laughs> just like, then she's, you know, she's, she's fine. Some time. Yeah. Fine. And so she's walking out with a worker um, who's working at the airport. And you can see they both were crying. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what? what happened and she said she just felt like uh, God told her to encourage her and just say she's doing a great job and here all of a sudden that broke down the doors that A lady shared a lot of things going on in her life. Em was able to witness to her in the bathroom. So these two strangers are just crying together. Meanwhile, I think I'm just on my phone or (laughs) something. (laughs) And so that's how uh, Em is always looking for opportunities to just be an encouragement to people. And and that's something I really admire by her. And I'm challenged as well.
0: Yeah, no (laughs) kidding. If I was traveling with the person who was forever sharing the gospel, I'd be like, oh, boy, I (laughs) I got to get all this stuff together. (laughs) Hey, y'all just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners. Y'all are going to love them. Fast-growing trees. Okay, on Monday's episode, our friend Mark Batterson talked about his love for trees. And we could all use some grain and plant life in our day, right? I love for my house, my porch, our office to be full of thriving plants, even though I may not be the best at keeping them alive. Lillian is, so that helps. And fastgrowingtrees.com has got us covered for all of our interior and exterior landscaping needs. Fastgrowingtrees.com's plant experts curate thousands of easy-to-grow plant, shrub, and tree varieties for your unique climate, from Meyer lemons to evergreens and everything in between. We're aware of all the benefits, right? The beauty, the cleaner air, but sometimes it's hard to know which plants will do best in our context. No problem, because with FastGrowingTrees.com, you get customized recommendations based on your specific needs. Plus, their plant experts are always available to help keep your plants growing healthy through the season and beyond. Thank the good Lord. Whether you're buying plants for your first home or working on a seasoned garden, FastGrowingTrees.com has experts in the field ready to support you and your plants for years to come. Just order online and your plants arrive at your door in just a few days. I am crazy about fast-growing trees because we found a fiddle leaf fig tree and a ficus plant for our offices at a great price, and they have got your perfect plant match, too. They are so pretty, y'all. It is making our office so awesome. And with Fast-Growing Trees 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, you know everything will look great fresh out of the box. Join over 1.5 million happy Fast-Growing Trees customers, including That Sounds Fun Network and Downs Books. So go now to trees.com slash that sounds fun and you'll get 15% off your entire order. You guys, 15% off the whole order. So get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash that sounds fun. And I've got another amazing partner to tell you about y'all. I am losing it over these partners. I love them so much. Okay, Kitsch. Do you know Kitsch? I I know you guys love talking about some good hair products because you're always telling me about it on the internet, whether I'm having a good hair day or a not good hair day. We are talking about it. They say that hair care is the new skincare, but there is one brand that has taken it to the next level. Kitsch has created game-changing essentials that beauty enthusiasts swear by. From satin pillowcases to time-saving towels, Kitsch knows hair care doesn't stop in the shower. Ash on our team, you know Ashley, she is a huge fan of their satin pillowcase. And I am dying to try their heatless satin curling rollers so I can say goodbye to heat damage. They are in the mail on the way to me. I cannot wait. These are the original, the OG, and the best heatless curlers. Don't settle for the knockoffs when you can get the ones that started the craze that you are seeing on every social media reel. Whatever your budget, your skin type, your hair care, Kitch believes in little indulgences at affordable prices, morning, noon, and night. They started in 2010 by selling hair ties door-to-door, literally just a hustle and a dream. I'm so impressed. Kitch is self-funded female founded let's go and now carried in over 20,000 retail location okay so kitch's best sellers include those satin pillowcases satin caps eye masks satin is vegan and cruelty free and they are so great for your hair and skin while you sleep kitch also has rice water shampoo bars that could help with overall hair growth and density and rosemary scalp oil that'll help support scalp health and hair strength from root to tip and so much more yes please right now kitch is offering my friends 30 percent off your entire order you guys, 30% off. You just go to mykitch.com slash that sounds fun. That is right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitch. Okay. So that is M Y K I T S C H dot com slash that sounds fun. One more time, mykitch.com slash that sounds fun for 30% off your order. Okay. Now back to Emily and Hudson. What is y'all's faith story? Did you grow up Christian? Was there like a moment, or what? What is the story?
1: I yeah, we both grew up Christians, and I feel like there's definitely been ups and downs for me. Um, But through it all, I feel like I've had a unique perspective on eternity, and even more so when we lost Hud's dad. Just that. It's like if I truly like believe the Bible is real, then I want to live out intentionally like every part of that and especially in sharing my faith. And then I think even through like the past few years of, you know, some of the difficulties with Christianity mixing with like politics. I also feel like even more strongly that I just want people to know us for the love of Jesus.
2: Yeah. We really realized that we've had amazing opportunities of being able to travel and actually be witness to people of other faiths. So oh, it's been really cool to be on the other side yeah. and get to learn. We love traveling, getting to meet people of different cultures and um, just learn more about like their faith. And it's opened the doors for us to share about our faith as yeah. well. But it's really cool to kind of be able to step out and see like, oh, I understand now, like when somebody's sharing, also, I think we use a lot of Christianese terms yeah. and realize like saying some things may not connect because they'll use terms that we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah. I got to look this up. What does that yeah. even mean? But yeah, we we're from amazing Christian background, yeah. great families and stuff. But um, I think we've definitely been challenged that to live with an eternal focus. now. I
0: do not think anyone has ever witnessed to me from another religion. That Uh has got to be a fascinating experience. It's so cool. For people to
1: try to get you to convert to their religion. And different, like, some people who are Muslims, some people who are Buddhist, And one uh, thing that also... Um, I really took away from it is it being more of a conversation. So like this yeah. one guy did a great job of probably what was presenting his equivalent of the Roman's Road. Yeah. <laughs> Going through Very, like point by point. Um, but I didn't get a word in and I wanted to talk to him. I wanted, yeah. to, wanted to ask, ask questions. questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but he was, was just, just yeah. 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 And so <laughs> oh that's gosh. inspired me of like how can we make this more of like a natural conversation and, yeah. and also learning about what other people believe through the process and allowing them to share, you know, so I think um, that is just a reminder to me of how I want to approach conversations with other people. Yeah. Okay, so, but first y'all did the 50 states. Yes. So what year was that? When did y'all do the 50 states? That was, we took off January 2017. Okay. And yeah we we love traveling the country we also are thankful that we sold that rv because we're always worried about <laughs> we Is were, something gonna break down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were
2: in a so we're budget travelers so we were in a big old rv yeah. that made it an adventure of like hopefully we make it to our next destination oh my gosh. fortunately no major major issues but yeah. probably daily or every other day something's breaking
0: yeah oh my gosh so you had to be like a repair person <laughs>
2: i'm <laughs> Even, not a mechanic so we had to be really good at youtube yeah out, like, okay, they say that this is how to fix it, so cross our fingers, and hopefully it works.
3: What
0: about the rest of your friendships? Like, what happens with your friendships at, at particularly... When you're doing the 50 states, now that you're doing every country in the world, what happens with the rest of your friendships?
1: The 50 states was fun meeting up with friends from college that kind of spread out all over the country. And we definitely miss the community Mm -hmm. aspect of things as we're traveling out internationally. And I am so thankful for a few friends that have been super intentional to encourage us and stay connected with us. And but then when we come home, we're always trying to meet up with as many people as we can. Yeah. And
2: Em is definitely more of the outgoing relational person. So, we spent a long amount of time in thailand and mexico yeah. and so there and actually started bible studies in both of them oh and uh <laughs> connecting with girls of all different faiths and backgrounds yeah. so everywhere she goes she's finding people connecting yeah. with people again i'm probably on my phone or something like <laughs> yeah, that yeah, instead.
0: Yeah. do y'all know your enneagram type is there a type you connect with
1: I am convinced that it is a seven and me probably like a one or three, but okay. I, we always say we're like, it's just, it's not set up for people that have been not having a home. And yeah. so I would love, yeah, to look into it more. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. I was just like, man, your personalities are so interesting. Yeah.
1: Anything that comes to mind. Would yeah. You... No, girl. I would never, I would never <laughs> try to guess what you, because it's not so much
0: more about Why you do what you do versus Mm. what you do, right? But I'm just really interested that – and I think it's a real important thing for people to hear that, especially people who aren't married yet. You sometimes think, when I find my partner, I will find all the Mm. friendship I need. Mm. And what y'all are reinforcing is, no, you need more friendship. Mm -hmm. Like, each other matters, but you need other friendships, too, to maintain globally, I guess, for your – for your case,
1: we laugh. Sure. Like we have so much fun together. We're best friends, but there are so many moments that we <laughs> will get at each other. Like, we were in um, Switzerland, home of chocolate, at yes. a chocolate factory, yes. at a tasting <laughs> of the chocolate factory, and we got in an argument. And so I'm <laughs> over here stuffing my face in one corner. He's stuffing his face in the other corner. We were in, in, in separate quarters. Corner, just oh my gosh, I'm to happy over here. Like, <laughs> like, of all places. So, yeah, <laughs> it happened through,
2: yeah, the RV, traveling together, being side by side, 24-7, we've yeah. realized, one, you have to make up pretty quickly, because yeah. we are together and going through it. And that's been amazing. But two, we definitely were like, we're thankful that it's not like a reality show that somebody's recording all the moments, <laughs> yeah. because we definitely have our moments for sure. Yeah, yeah
1: I definitely value yeah friendships back home. And especially, yeah, the people that it just blows me away. People, my friends who are, you know, busy with their own lives, have kids and are intentional yeah. to reach out to us. just yeah. really means a lot. So you
0: finished the 50 states. Did yeah. you have one that was like, I'd never been here and now I love it? Is there like a favorite out of the 50? Idaho was
1: probably the most surprising to me. Maybe yeah. not like my top favorite, but definitely one that I didn't know what there was to waterfalls. see. There's so many waterfalls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I said, I told her I was like, we need to move to Nashville someday. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Come on. We would love to have you here.
2: We spent like a month in the RV around, uh, what time was that?
1: Oh, it was during like the CMT Awards. Oh, and CMA so, Fest. So. Oh, yeah. Probably the best, most like sunshiny time yes, to be here. We yes. loved it. Do y'all, when you're scheduling
0: going around the world now, because now you're doing all every country in the world, when you're scheduling going around the world, are you chasing sun? Are you chasing winter? Or how are oh, you scheduling? Oh, definitely not chasing winter. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Uh,
1: it's much, yeah, as much warmth as we can. And then also just trying to plan things around flights. And we find, since we're trying to travel on as much of a budget as possible, that when yeah. we're in a region, it's a lot cheaper to hop from country to country there than flying yeah. back. To the US. Sure. And like knock out like y'all just did, you just got back from Thailand, but you hit a couple
0: of countries, right? Yeah, yeah. so we're like, finished yeah. with
2: Easter. South unfortunately. We love yeah. Southeast Asia. So we're finished with Southeast Asia now. We're heading to West Africa next. Okay. Um gonna be a lot of overlanding and overnight buses and stuff. Yeah. So excited for the, the challenge ahead, but also really gonna be missing Southeast Asia yeah. food and the people were so kind.
0: So you've done six continents? Yeah. Yes. What's left?
2: we have Antarctica as oh, far as our last wow. comment.
0: wow. When's that?
2: Hopefully. We,
0: I don't know. It's we, so expensive. It's we so love so expensive. watching videos yeah. and
2: stuff of it. So hopefully at some point we'll yeah, make yeah. it there. Yeah.
0: I am curious. How many have you done now? 113. 13. 13 yes. Out of?
2: The U.S. is 195. So that's the list that we're going. 193 is the U.N. 195 is the U.S. So. Okay.
0: And you're going with the 195 list. Yeah. Yeah. Will you tell the story about North Korea? I just yeah. watched that video. I thought that was so interesting because you can't technically go to North Korea.
2: For Koreans and Americans right now, you can't travel to North Korea. So for us, we're just traveling for, we're not going for any official records or anything. It's just our own goal. But with North Korea, organizations like uh, Guinness Book of World Records for Americans, they recognize going to the DMZ, which is the line, uh-huh. um, demilitarized zone between South and North Korea. Yeah, And it was just, it was amazing to go there to have a tour and learn just what people in North Korea who aren't allowed to leave their own country as well. Yeah. Um, all that they're going through. And from a Christian perspective, to know better how to pray for them, to see yeah. specifically and pray for hopefully something in the future to change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering how often you bump into like unreached people groups. Like, is that something you notice? Is that something you think about when you're going somewhere?
1: That's the thing I try to pray for every day in whatever country that we're in is for the unreached people. And one of our, most amazing moments was in Indonesia on this small island off the coast of Bali we booked this four dollar homestay and y'all are budget travelers that have a bougie traveler so I'm like oh, four four
0: dollars
2: we hope we yeah, love I would love to that. be a bougie yeah, traveler yeah, I, I, I,
0: <laughs> I go to one country bougie y'all go to 100, that's a hundred budget that's Brilliant. one thing that
2: we definitely want to say is and as far as travelers there's some travelers who are very much like this is how you have yeah. to travel you need like a backpack nothing more we're like that would be like saying you need this type of car. Yeah. Like it depends on yeah. who you are. Yeah. Like yeah. whatever. Every
1: p- piece of travel is the right way to travel. We travel yeah. differently yeah. to
2: different regions. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah.
1: But, but in this homestay, um, they, they just randomly, when we hadn't said anything, just started talking to us about Jesus and said that they oh, were wow. Christians. And here um, the father had And everyone on the island is Hindu, had one day had a vision about this amazing man that was full of love, had no idea who it was. And then um, maybe 10 years later, missionaries came and talked to him about Jesus. And he was like, you know what? That is who I had a dream about. And so— it was just incredible to hear how the Lord worked through his life yeah. and now through those missionaries being faithful to following the Lord, he, he became a Christian and now they're still one of the only Christians on that island and somehow we stayed in their homestay. Yes. Um, but it was an amazing blessing to us and Gosh. huge inspiration. Are there any other countries you can't go to or are, that we can't go to?
2: As far as right now, um, Syria is a country that is also difficult to travel to, but yeah. Countries change very quickly, like, yeah. what the situation is. So hopefully we should be able to visit yeah. um, every country.
0: Yeah. I wonder if it counts if you go to the
1: Golan Heights in Israel and be like, there it is. <laughs> yes.
0: I, like, literally see Syria. <laughs> I can see it right there. Yeah,
1: I know A beautiful episode. area. Yeah. even that yeah. one for probably last. But we're hoping that, yeah, like some countries like, have, that have been previously really hard for Americans to travel to, like Saudi Arabia, are fairly easy now. Right yeah. now, yeah. um, some of the easiest. Yeah. Saudi Arabia is also one of our most inspiring moments of someone's kindness. Uh, Uber driver picked us up and was apologizing to us for not giving us a gift to welcome us to his country. Oh, my gosh. An eight-minute Uber ride. And so then he found this cafe and was insisting to buy us coffee, sit oh us down, give gosh. us recommendations, and he would not take anything for it. Middle
2: Eastern hospitality is on a whole nother level. So many times people would have us for tea or invite us to their house or try to give us gifts of like free food and inspired us a lot. We're like, we're not on that level of hospitality.
0: (laughs) Do you try to say yes?
2: Yes. Is that kind of the goal? As often as we can, we found that that's one of the best. uh, We try to be planned, unplanned travelers because we realized planning too far ahead we joke that all of our arguments happen if we're either hungry or rushed. <laughs> so oh, wow. try to always have a little snack or something with us. Yes. And then also, yeah, have time for those experiences. Yeah.
0: What happens if you get, and you can tell
1: me a story, you cannot tell me a story. What happens if you get somewhere you don't like? Oh, mm. that's a good question. I feel like some of the c- countries that we might like not like are more so not like because of the particular experience that we've mm. had. Like uh-huh. when we had got bed bugs and rustles or there's been a couple places Ew. we've had things stolen from us. But it ends up that some of those countries end up being our favorites. Like South Africa, we had. $700 taken from us but uh, we love someone just walked up like they just took it from me. It, yeah. was a, it was a it was the whole scam set of scam, scam, scam. yeah but we we le- we're helpful. new
2: travelers too we're learning all the time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but South Africa is still one of our favorite countries yeah. for the beauty and the other people that we met who were still really kind
2: and we realized too like it's just like everywhere it'd be like visiting the US for a week and yeah. the only place you go is New York and then right. you you assume you know the whole country right. you know the people right uh, one example was when when we were in Romania we were in Bucharest and long story of people were telling us workers that we didn't pay for the bus ticket, even though we had. Yeah, They're trying to have us pay a fine. Turns out the whole entire bus is overhearing this. All of a sudden, <laughs> the whole bus of just travelers on a public bus stand up. They're yelling at the people. Uh-uh. We can't, we don't understand. Yeah. And then yeah, they so, were
1: local, so they were like communicating in <laughs> Yeah,
2: so a Romanian we had no idea what was going on. Yeah. We didn't know if they were mad at us. Or right. then all of a sudden they start passing up money at cash. And it was like an eighteen dollar oh fine, my gosh. and they're like, "We want you to remember Romanians as like the kind hospitality." Wow! And it, we had no cash. we were trying to say no, yeah. like, but they were so kind. They people gave us their numbers. They're like, "If you're in Romania oh again, like, come back." And so that would have been an experience where we would have been like, "Oh, like people in Romania, like there was a scam." Yeah. To now, like some of the nicest people that we've yeah. ever met.
0: Yeah. What do you know about God that you didn't know before you started mm-hmm. seeing all these countries?
1: Mm. So much. <laughs> I think
2: in travel, definitely one of the biggest things that we've learned is to, especially being able to travel and be majority in cultures that aren't Christian yeah. and stuff. That everyone has and they don't speak English and they yes. aren't white and all the yeah. things that we are. Yeah, it's definitely way different than us growing up in our same small town yeah. and having a great church and everything. But is that everybody has the same core needs and desires even as different as we all are like we're all searching for that desire that we believe god's put in our hearts that we all want the larger picture of being loved and to just i think especially sharing about god that everything is an opportunity to share about him where like i said i put my headphones on or something just being kind instead of like, I used to think sharing the gospel means like I'm either gonna lay out the Romans road
1: yeah.
2: or not say anything at all. Yeah. Um, M does such a good job and really challenges me.
1: I think it, yeah, it's just become like more of a natural conversation with people that it can just be like freedom and like joy and like flowing from who we are instead mm-hmm. of not sharing because I'm getting so caught up in do I have the right words? Am I gonna make sure they know everything? It's yeah. just a lot more natural now. Yeah.
0: When you're doing that, I'm just curious, like, did you mean to be missionaries?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, we, one of the biggest
2: things we've learned, because we've had the opportunity to meet up with missionaries along the road, Yeah. is our heart for missionaries. Like, they're the real rock stars, like, giving their whole lives to go to areas to not have that community to serve and, like, how... Certain areas that used to not be Christians are, that are now like Christian areas are literally because a 100 years ago, missionaries went there yeah. and were just faithful. And it's not always a huge conversion. It's not like a big revival happens. It's just fateful years. Yeah. I'm a little partial because I'm named after a missionary to China, <laughs> yeah, Hudson Taylor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So we think missionaries are rock stars for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, I joke all the time that missionaries and, like, pastors who are faithful in the long term Mm -hmm. to their congregations and we don't know their names, they will, like, get to sit in heaven and I'm cutting grass. I know. I know. If I get in at all, I won't get in, but I'll be cutting grass. I'll be cutting grass. (laughs) Because they are just—those are the people that nobody cheers for Mm -hmm. that are doing
1: every day Mm -hmm.
0: doing work that matters so deeply.
1: Mm-hmm. But can we also say that I cannot <laughs> wait to someday see in heaven the web of impact that you've wow. made mm. and then all those people that have gone on to impact other people because of your love yeah. and faithfulness to the Lord? Well, you're very kind. I appreciate that.
2: that
0: hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to share about another amazing partner, crew we can easily take for granted our easy access to Scripture. We pull up the Bible on our phones, we find one in any translation we want to, and probably have more than one at home. You have more than one on your phone. But take a second and think about if you didn't have access to a Bible, or even allowed to have one. I genuinely cannot imagine. But that is the reality of so many people around the world. Sharing that hope and peace with others is something that is close to my heart and y'all's heart. I know when we talk about crew, y'all talk back to me. And it's why I wanted to tell you again about one of our amazing partners, Crew. Crew has people doing ministry in almost every country on earth, and they are seeing people come to know Jesus. And one thing they are missing is a Bible in their own heart language. So many of you signed up to give last season, and I cannot thank you enough for doing that. But one of their partners on the ground just asks us to keep praying for them and to keep sending more Bibles to distribute. So friends, we get to meet that need. Let's go. For only $25 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. And when you sign up to provide three Bibles with that monthly gift of $25, you're also providing meals to 15 hungry people through their humanitarian aid ministry. Plus, as a little thank you, you receive a free copy of my book, Chase the Fun. So you just simply text Chase to 71326 to help today. Imagine just how much this gift could change someone's life. So text Chase to 71326. That's C-H-A-S-E to 71326 six to help now or visit give.crew.org slash chase. Message and data rates may apply and it's available to U.S. addresses only. And one last amazing partner we get to share with you today is Shopify. (coughs) Y'all know that sound? That's right. It means that another one of you is buying one of the products or resources that we have over at shopandyfdowns.com, which is powered by Shopify. Money is far from the top of my list of favorite things. Y'all know that. It's one of our currencies, but it's not our most important currency. But it really does matter to me that we connect you with the resources like Let's Read the Gospels Guidebook and books like Looking for Lovely. We want to get those things to encourage you and bring light and fun into your life and into the lives of the people you love, but we can't get them to you without the right e-commerce partners like Shopify. So many of you are entrepreneurs and have a passion to get what you've created in the hands of people who will love it too. You need Shopify, you guys. I know that there are a lot of you who have the dreams of selling jewelry or stationery or your latest homemade dessert online if it's gluten-free. Yes and amen. And you need a way to set it all up. From an in-person point of sale system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, Shopify covers every sales channel It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn really any new skills in design or code. Thank the Lord. And thanks to 24-7 help and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. Now it's your turn to get serious about that passion project that you want to get out into to the world and try Shopify today. This is Possibility powered by Shopify. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash sounds fun, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash sounds fun to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash sounds fun. And now back to finish up our conversation with Hudson and Emily. Where do you have left that you can't wait to see?
2: We haven't been anywhere in West Africa yet. So okay. um, East Africa, North Africa, South Africa, would love to like- So West is
1: Sierra Leone,
2: yes. Ghana, uh, Yeah. that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: okay. So a lot of overlanding pray for us bumpy roads ahead of us yeah 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 that's <laughs> um, right surprisingly
2: but, we still haven't been to the bahamas and a bunch of the caribbean yeah. countries, oh that okay we lived uh, right. on the east coast of mexico for two <laughs> yeah. years so you would think that you did we would. two
1: years in mexico yeah, yeah yeah we loved it but we're laughing that it's like oh okay we haven't seen much of the caribbean so we're yeah. looking forward to that also because yeah. with 80 countries left there's like chunks that i'm not aware of that y'all haven't i mean i guess yeah. have you done russia not no, yet. and yeah. Not, yeah, um, a complicated we've, time. We've spent a few months in the Middle East, but still have a lot there. I'm excited for Pakistan. I've heard the people are amazing, and yeah. it's beautiful with the mountains. So so you'll do East Africa next.
2: West Africa. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You'll
1: yeah. do
0: West Africa next. Mm-hmm. How many countries will you hit when you go on this 17 next
1: 17 coming up. Holy and then- cow, you
0: guys. <laughs> 17? <laughs> are you just going
1: like, to cruise your way down and through? We were laughing because in D.C. yesterday, Gosh. we had to get just five of the visas, and we had... 200 pages of paperwork to submit for these five visas and we're like oh my word this is a long road ahead of (laughs) us this is something (laughs)
2: about our personality that we found through travel and being together 24 7 is I, we laugh all the time that I'm more like somebody who has binoculars on my face, that yeah. I'm always looking at the future. That's how this whole thing started. It was kind of like a joke type yeah. thing. Like, uh, we we started traveling. We love travel. I was like, it'd be cool to go to all the countries. Yeah. And M is like somebody in the dark with a flashlight who sees the task right in front of her, wow. and she makes it happen. Yeah. So then like the next day, she comes with like research and is like, Well, if we did, we would go to these places first and do that. Oh wow! So sometimes that works amazing, and then other times (laughs) we have trouble in that middle area, or we butt heads, like
1: (laughs) a lot of days are like, "How are we going to do this? Will it even happen?" But we're excited to try and just yeah, take it day by day
2: for the experiences. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, how long does this seventeen-country trip last?
2: This one will be six weeks, which is one of the shorter spans that we've done. Normally, we're out of the country for six months and then come back. But because of needing visas, we're going to have to come back more often.
1: So, yeah, this will be a lot faster than we normally t- travel. Normally, we some countries, we spend more than a month there. And then sometimes ones that are smaller, it will be just a day or two. But, yeah, we're really excited for the ventures ahead and also just super grateful for the connections with people. So I'm, hope, yeah. I'm excited to see this this culture and hopefully connect with people along the way. What did you all
0: do in 2020? Had you already started?
2: We were in Mexico. during, So that <laughs> oh, was only supposed it. to originally be six months.
1: Oh, there we go. Turned okay. to a <laughs>
2: year and pandemic <laughs> happened. So... Got um, it. Um was uh, We had
1: already started and we had yeah. to cut it short and come back. Yeah. But yeah, really thankful. Where's all your stuff? Do you have stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we my parents thankfully have this old barn that we have a lot of things stored in. But majority yeah. of it we sold, we don't have a car. We don't have we sold our bicycles. Yeah, we <laughs> very little we have left, yeah. but what it is is my parents' barn. We yeah. try
2: we realize how little we need stuff when we have like a forty liter backpack that we travel out of. So yeah. it makes us realize like Oh, there's a lot of stuff that we think is very important that when it comes down to what can I fit in this area? Yeah. And we don't need it as much.
0: When y'all are, like, when you're planning this West Africa trip, are you thinking climate? Are you going, okay, we need Mm. to, when we're packing, we need to make sure. That we're in all warm weather countries and we only bring warm weather things. It
1: definitely helps. Yeah, right now I think I'm gonna have four shirts for the trip. Oh my um, gosh, four shirts yeah, for six weeks. That's ridiculous. But <laughs> it, 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 I'm thankful that it's all similar climate instead of times where we have to yeah. bring like a winter coat So yeah. Do you have to give up wanting to wear more than four shirts? Like, do you have to <laughs> give up? Like, it's hilarious if people like if you scroll through my Instagram, you'll see that I'm wearing the same thing over and over. Over and over again. And so yeah, I've definitely given up a lot. Of um wanting to look half stylish We're definitely not stylish <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. like
2: I think this is what I wear every day basically. yeah,
0: yeah and then you just learned how to do laundry in every situation I'm
2: sure yeah it's it's always the fun the daily things figuring yeah. out like things like haircuts or groceries or especially traveling on a budget um, yeah. it's always a fun challenge and stuff but we've people's hospitality really blows us yeah. away and in those daily things is usually when we end up meeting people. Um, too.
0: Charging your technology?
2: <laughs> oh,
1: don't get head started with that. I'm oh, good.
0: There, really want to know.
2: If there's a phobia of like not having things charged, it started from the R V day, so uh-huh. we would boondock a lot. So you don't I have don't know short what that means. So you're not plugged into anything. Got so it. you live off of we don't have solar panels, unfortunately. That would have been an upgrade I would have yeah. allow. But you have a generator and there's a limited amount of time. Yeah. So you have to charge everything and yeah. then if it dies, then it's there you dead. Go. Yeah. So I think I developed a phobia of that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, So are you, when you land in a country, you're like, okay, I've got 85%. We need to have somewhere to charge in the next two hours?
2: (laughs) Yes. There's, I think, a little clock inside my head of. And when we check in some place, and normally there's like in budget places, there's only one plug and it's like out in the kitchen or something like the common area. And so, yeah, that's always a funny, funny little challenge.
0: What's if someone's packing a tiny bag with them and they're like, this is I have a I have this little pink away bag that is as small as a book and it's and it goes on every trip with me and it has like five things in it. Do you have a bag like that? And what are your things that go with you everywhere no matter what?
2: I think definitely a portable power bank. We've had moments where our phones have died and we're like, we don't know how to get back to our Airbnb.
1: Yeah. We don't have
2: Google Translate, we don't have Google Maps. Yeah. So that's definitely an essential.
1: For Same. me, toiletry wise, I love these little goo tubes. That it just like they fit so much more than this little tube you would think yeah. would hold. And so that's helped me because I always, I still want to have like my good shampoo with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything yeah. Like that. I would too. Yeah, I always have like a granola
0: bar. And a, oh yes. Because yes. I'm flying yes. like from Nashville to Orlando, so I'm fine. But I just am like, I always have to have medicine in case I have a headache, and yeah. I always have to, you know, like that kind of stuff. A
2: snack we found, I think, saves our marriage a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, what do you think you know? I don't know if you can answer this, but I bet you can. What do you think you know about marriage that you Mm. wouldn't have known if you didn't travel like this?
1: Wow.
2: One of the biggest things, I think, is just that small things don't matter. And we realize that, like, things can build up over time. Yeah. And we'll carry that emotional baggage with us from country to country to country, often forgetting what the original argument was about, probably because we were just hungry.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like, one of our arguments that we had was we bit off a little more than we could probably chew. We were in uh, the Serengeti in Tanzania. Yeah. We were self-safariing, so driving by ourselves. Oh, and wow. it was amazing. There were, um, we're, It was during the Great Migration. So in Lion King, when you see all the millions yeah. of wildebeest. Yeah. So we got to see that amazing experience. But the one thing they told us is they said, don't drive at night because they shoot poachers. Um, oh, so wow. if you're out at night, they'll shoot. Um, And so it's getting dark, we're running out of gas, and there's lions that are in the middle of the road, they're not moving, and we were great up until that point, but a little bit, you know, on edge, because we're like, we got to make it to our campsite. I went to film for some reason. It was, I wasn't thinking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's lions. Like, yeah. if it's a bad situation, let's record it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we and had it, a little <laughs> bit of
1: an argument. I was like, God, this is not the time. Please keep your hands on the wheel. Unfortunately,
2: <laughs> we made it out of uh, no no lion bites or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we made yeah, it out yeah. of the situation. But realizing, like, not to take that argument to the next yeah, place. Yeah. And so.
1: I think when we I, we realize we have some of, like, the same repetitive things, so then taking the time to address, mm-hmm. okay, Let's not let this continue. That tomorrow we're still arguing about the same thing, and next right. week we're still arguing about the same thing. Let's right. take the time to talk through it, address it, pray through it, and hopefully grow from that.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I would have to think you made a joke on Instagram where you said that he, you hope to fall in love with him chewing ice, and that's been like the entire. <laughs> still on that this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so things like that. I mean, I, I think what you're saying has, is things like that just lose more and more importance mm-hmm. the longer you're in Tanzania and there's lions. Mm-hmm. Or the long you know, the the more you see of the world, the more you're able to balance what matters most. I, I feel like I I'm, I'm learning that
1: just about life in general. Like yeah. just I mean everyone always says it's like the world is so much bigger than we realize. But yeah. when I see people who are going through like poverty and real yeah. struggles, it just changes like the posture of my heart to You know, just want to be grateful for every moment and realize, yeah, that the world, I love what you said about, yeah, it's like the world is so much bigger than we think it is, but also everyone at their core has the same Mm -hmm. hopes and dreams to be loved. Yes, I will think
0: about that for a long time. That Mm -hmm. is a really interesting thought that every human is longing for the exact same thing, Mm -hmm. no matter what you grew up in. So I used to live in Scotland. I don't know if you uh, know that about me. I lived in yeah, Scotland. Yeah, in Edinburgh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you Amazing. love it? Can we yeah. just talk about Amazing. Scotland for a minute? It's, it's the best,
1: right? <laughs>
2: incredible. It Literally, does feel like Hogwarts, or Like I, I see know, why it was written
1: there. I know. Like, Did you like it too? I'm like, just oh, tell me. Oh my word. See, I. I'm embarrassed to say this, but I don't even love the Harry Potter movies, yeah, but, no, no, seeing, you're not too embarrassed but seeing it in real life, I was like, this is gorgeous. Like, this yeah. is what dreams are made I was getting her on
2: board a little yeah.
0: bit. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Did y'all get to do Ireland while you are there, too?
2: Yes. Okay. okay, so
0: you've knocked out all of that. Yes. So what's mostly left is Middle East and Africa and Bahamas?
2: Yeah, so we have the Caribbean, Caribbean. Pacific Islands, and then West Africa and, like, the parts of Middle East.
0: Yeah. Wow. Finish South America.
2: Yeah, we have a few countries extra okay. in there. But okay. Oh my gosh, can we, can...
0: we got to go back and get two more. <laughs> we got how, two left. How long were you in Scotland for? I lived there for most of 2011. That's
3: wow. incredible. Yeah, and
0: I go back and visit my friends once a year wow. when it's not a pandemic. Oh. Once a year, it really is a dream. Area. dream. Oh. oh my gosh, it's just unbelievable. I say a lot that if planes stopped flying, I would be at home and I would miss home. Mm. And if I was there and planes stopped flying, I would be at home and I would miss home. Wow, so that I, is beautiful. I able love to say that. I love it there. Yeah, I, I'm very at home there. Okay, so what? What's a timeline for finishing? Do you have a timeline, or is that part of not planning too far ahead?
1: We're hoping sometime in 2024 is our okay. goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll and see. Th- depends on visas. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah.
0: And so when you come home, you always go to Pennsylvania? Oh, there yeah.
1: our families are there. Yeah. So, but we have friends all over the country, so yeah. who knows where we will end up someday. We... Still have a lot to figure out. Yeah,
0: how do you control your minds? I mean, so everyone listening has to do this about, well, when when we have our fourth kid then, and you're like, yeah. you've only got two kids, you don't have to worry about that. Or when in 2024, when we're done with this, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you control your mind to not
1: worry about what is in front of you? This is a great question because it's something I, every day I think that we're thinking through of, you know, how are we going to do this? And I know that our situation is so minor compared to, Actual issues the in the world, but something that has helped me that I've learned from scuba diving, yeah, is they tell you because you, as soon as you go down scuba diving, you get these feelings of like anxiety and like, you know, what if I'm going to drown here? And they yeah. say, just take one breath at a time. And if you're taking that one breath, you're okay in that moment. Wow, and then the next breath, you know, if you're okay in that moment. And so, I've applied that to my life, it really helps. Sometimes I take an actual breath yes. and I'm like, I'm okay in this moment, and yes. uh, but just the idea that. You know, I can do what I have right in front of me today, mm-hmm. and I can seek the Lord in what He has for me today, mm-hmm. and tomorrow will worry about itself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What about
0: you? I mean, it, it sounds to me, Hudson, like you're um, not plug, your plug phobia. <laughs> your brain may work like mine too, of like there's just always something to worry about. Yeah. And so, how do you, what's your, men and women think so differently about this stuff. So, how does your brain process not worrying about what you can't? do yet?
2: Well, fortunately for me, my family always jokes that my secret weapon is that I'm married to somebody who is able to handle yeah. everything. They're like, I would be worried about you, but you're married to Em. <laughs> so I'll make sure, like even in college, we graduated a year early. She's the one, I probably would still be in college yeah. 10 years later. <laughs> She's the one who helps with all that. So I yeah. think for me, yeah, definitely as a husband, the desire to like support family and everything. But I think Especially since my dad passed away, just realizing that in the end, the only thing that we're going to be judged on isn't necessarily like how great of life did I provide for my family, but is did we show others the love of Jesus? And so it's a struggle every day to try to remind myself that. But I think when we have those amazing experiences and get to meet people of all different faiths and backgrounds... It really puts those things in perspective.
1: Yeah, I also think that your like his binocular focus, like looking out in the future, has helped us to just take things like day by day, but also have that eternal focus and more intentional focus on our our goals. Yeah. So I'm thankful for how you lead us in that. Yeah.
0: Y'all are like one of a kind. I mean, I don't know anybody else like y'all, and so I think this is so interesting. People love thinking about travel and talking about travel, but y'all put a purpose behind it and. Learning behind it, that I think, is going to pay off for a really long time.
2: Thank you.
0: I'm excited to watch you finish your last. 84. Yay, 84. Yeah, 83, I think, now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're over the hump. By far over the hump. Thank you. I think for I
2: one thing that I thought about for people traveling that we, before we started traveling, we weren't big travelers at yeah. all. And we always build it up in our minds like a it's going to be a big thing. Like, yeah. if I'm traveling, especially overseas, I haven't done that. But we realized, like especially, just make a list, like someday there's four or five places I'd love to travel to yeah. someday, yeah, you can travel like on a maybe start on a budget and yeah. you can see so many places. It just God opens up so many amazing opportunities if you just go, yeah, and then just, yeah, go and see maybe someday every yeah. five years or so, yeah, take a trip and just see the opportunities that God has for you,
0: yeah, my personality gets very um, all or nothing. (laughs) And so when I travel places new, I always have to go, you don't have to see everything and taste everything (laughs) and meet everyone. There is a world where you could come back here someday. So if you got to come back, how would you live differently? And I just have to like release the desire to vacuum everything.
2: We definitely feel that. Yeah, yes. I
0: bet. Yeah, but we sh- I can save money again. I can go in another decade. Also, the Lord'll make a new earth and I'll yes, be here forever. forever. So, <laughs> I mean, I have to talk myself through all of that when it comes to char- oh. Also you swam with sharks, by the way.
1: Oh we? my word. I convinced <laughs> me to go scuba diving with bull sharks, which are what, like the second or third most dangerous shark. You just jumped into no, it. In I would that was one of the most terrified things I've yeah. done. So we had I'm, seen a
2: whole like when you scuba dive you see sharks yeah. regularly and everything. Oof. But bull sharks they always say if you see a bull shark, don't swim towards the bull shark. Yeah.
1: This is a very, yeah, controlled, set up to be controlled. Yeah. But I'm very thankful we did it after I was done. I was oh, thankful. yeah, yeah. When you're back out. You're like, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're good. Yeah. But genuinely, thank you, Annie, for the yeah blessing you've been to me and like thousands of people and oh, how faithful kind. you are in sharing the love of Jesus Thanks, with people. Friend. I'm glad I get to go
0: with you everywhere in mm-hmm. this way. I think that's really fun when people tell me where they're listening to the podcast or where they're listening to Let's Read the Gospels. Mm -hmm. And you just go like, oh, man, I get to go everywhere. I get to be with all these people. It means a lot to me. Okay, the last question we always ask, you have to answer individually. Okay. I'll start with you, Hudson. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you.
2: One thing I'm really looking forward to is just a little checklist thing is to, when we see the Great Wall, that'll be our last seven con- uh, wonder of the world that we see. Oh, wow. So it'll be a fun little checkoff thing to okay. be able to see. So excited to travel to China and see yeah. the Great Wall. Yeah.
0: I've been to China, and I loved it. I loved it. Y'all either should hurry or wait a while. (laughs) I think we're about to not visit China (laughs) a bunch, but I loved it. It My cousins lived there, and we got to go visit. It was like, while you have family, that is when you should go. Wow, yeah. But it's awesome. Wow. It's amazing. So I'm excited for y'all for that. What about you, Emily? What sounds fun to you?
1: I think, like you were saying about the sharks, I love things that I'm terrified or don't enjoy in the moment that afterwards (laughs) I look forward to. So another one was when we climbed this volcano in Guadalajara all and we got to watch another volcano exploding overnight and it was freezing. and we that had, when y'all like, slept up there? I read about Yeah, that. we yeah. had altitude sickness, but oh. just like feeling the ground shake beneath us and seeing it explode is something i always remember. So I'm sure we're going to have things like that on the upcoming West Africa yeah. trip and I look forward to finding the fun even when it's <laughs> not yeah. always feeling like <laughs> it in the right. moment. That's right. Well, safe travels, you Thanks guys. You. We so We can't
0: much. wait to keep up with you. This is so fun. Oh, you guys, aren't they so fun? I know. That is like Friday show to a T. Be sure to check out more about their story at HudsonAndEmily.com and follow along with their adventures on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. It's all Hudson and Emily. And tell them thanks so much for being on the show today. If you love this episode, and I know you did, and you know someone else who you think would enjoy it, I've already got two friends in mind that I'm going to make sure they hear this episode all about travel. Be sure to share it with your friends. Shoot them the text, hit send, post it on your social media. It means the world to us when you invite your friends in on these conversations. And did you know, have you seen that That Sounds Fun Podcast has its own Instagram now? We have got a place to tell you more things, show you more behind the scenes, and carry on more conversations with you specifically about these shows on the podcast. So today, when you see that picture of Hudson and Emily, I want you to go to That Sounds Fun Podcast. Tell me where you want to travel that you have not gotten to travel yet. Okay, so we heard what sounds fun to Hudson and Emily, and now we get to hear what sounds fun to one of our friends who's listening just like you. All right, Ruthann, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you.
3: Hi, I'm Ruthann. I'm from Albany, Georgia, and um, what sounds fun to me is having some friends over for a game night. <gasps> really?
0: I did not know you were a yes. game night person. Okay, what are your games? What are you like? Everybody gets there. What's sitting on the table?
3: Um, So probably some of my favorites are Villainous, Villainous. Um, it is a Disney. Um, Craig is nodding his head. He knows this game. It's a great game. Yeah, so it is. It's a great one. Um, so it is a Disney know, what's the, strategy game. Got it. So, Everybody has their own boards, and yes. it is, um, so you're playing as a villain, so you're trying to, like, ah. complete, like, whatever the villain is in the movie, you're trying yes. to complete their their goals. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Okay. So, Villainous yes. is out. Is there anything else that's, like, always out?
3: Um, Ticket to Ride is always a great oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, easy to
0: learn, too, right? Ticket to Ride
3: is easy yes, for people to learn. Ticket yeah. to Ride is a great one. We love to play Nerts or Dutch Blitz, yeah. which are kind of the same thing. And those are kind of the standard go-tos around here. What
0: are we snacking on?
3: Popcorn. Yeah. Cheese it.
0: Yeah. Oh, bless. Um, yes. I'll take yeah. popcorn and cheese its and Villainous. That sounds great to me. Yes. I love it. Oh, I love it. Okay, if you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me, including preaching at Crosspoint Church this Sunday. So if you want to watch online, it's crosspoint.tv slash live at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5.30 p.m. Central. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I'll do the same today. What sounds fun to me is finishing up my sermon for Sunday. You guys, I'm teaching on humility. That is so hard. Pray me through, people. Pray me through. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday with our good friend, Addison Bevere. We're talking about prayer. You're going to love it, and y'all already love him. Me too. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend.